It's totally fine. I have a lot more stories. That you do. Yeah. <laughs> that no. you do. Guilty as charged <laughs> with the stories. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to I've Got Something to Say. This is the podcast where I tell stories about my life, and you listen to them as long as you can take it. This week's episode is called A Sheet I Shit. So yesterday was Mother's Day, and I had a lovely Mother's Day, by the way. got to uh, take my mother out to brunch with my sister and brother-in-law. And uh, my oldest daughter, Molly, unfortunately, was not able to make it in town, but got to go with Abby and my two nephews. And we had a really great time. And I'm reminded of all of the reasons that I love my mother. She um, has has been there for me. And I know everybody says this. I look at Facebook on Mother's Day and every post is to the best mom in the world. She's the sweetest mom, the most caring mom, the most supportive mom. So I'm not going to go down that road with my mom. I'm going to say I love her dearly. And she has always um, been there for me, even when it's inconvenient. And that I appreciate because sometimes when my kids need me to be there and it's not convenient, it's like, I, of course I'm going to do it, but I'm like, oh man, all right, whatever you kids need. But I never got the, oh man, from my mom when I needed her to be there for me. It may have been there. She may have been muttering it under her breath. It may have been in the back of her mind, but she didn't let it come through. So whether it be it's the middle of the night and I'm feeling guilty because I got in trouble at school and I need to cleanse my soul and talk to her two in the morning. I can wake her up. I can talk to her about it. No. Oh man. Just, well, what do you need, Chris? Let's talk about it. And throughout my life, she has been that sounding board for me. That is always there. Whenever I need to talk, if I call her, she's right there. Uh, much appreciated on my part. Very helpful to me. And I really enjoyed getting to spend some time with her on Mother's Day. And it made me think of the other um, maternal influences in my life that I've had that um, I don't have anymore. So there have been several, but two in particular that I, I used to always celebrate on Mother's Day were my grandmother, Rhoda Whiting, and my Mimi, Punch Odell which were my maternal and paternal grandmothers. So Grandmother Whiting, there's a podcast about her, one of the first. I don't know if it was number one or number two, but you ought to check it out. Um, Grandmother and I connected over playing games in her kitchen. We connected on a spiritual level. She taught me about prayer and what it means to have faith. And we just had a special bond throughout my entire life. She was... Um, a really sweet lady, had a good sense of humor, um, pretty proper lady. Like it really bugged her that my grandpa liked to watch the Benny Hill show. Um, that really got under her skin. So let me just say, I love grandmother. If she were alive, I don't know if she would be a fan of this podcast because it's not always as reverent as grandmother Whiting was still incredible person, very special lady in my life. Um, Punch Odell, my Mimi was 
very special to me, but for different reasons. With Mimi, it wasn't prim and proper. Um, you could let your guard down a little bit, let your hair down. Mimi, Mimi liked to have fun. She liked to laugh a lot. She would snort every time she laughed, which would always crack us up even more as grandkids listening to her laugh, and then she'd snort. Um, I believe I've mentioned this in a podcast before, but probably until she died, she didn't think that I cursed. And I mean, I curse a lot. <laughs> I try to make it appropriate and um, try to gauge the audience, but it's a really good outlet for me emotionally. Like there is something about saying a curse word that just kind of lets some steam off. And Mimi knew this. And for whatever reason, I didn't feel comfortable cursing in front of her. But I remember um, when I was getting close to getting out of college, um, they actually, Mimi and Granddad, helped me buy a little tiny house, like a 650 square foot house. And we were working on enclosing the back porch that we turned into a laundry room. And I remember she was down there one day and I was doing some work and I hit my thumb with a hammer and I was like, no, dead gimmick. I went all Ron Whiting there. And she's like, oh, Chrissy, do you want me to cuss for you? That'll make you feel better. If you just say shit, damn or hell, it just makes everything better. And I mean, she's right. Um, I've expanded that repertoire a little bit, but. Um, one of the things with both of my grandmothers that I really appreciate is getting to know them, you know, as a children, or as a child, when you're the child, they're the grandparent and, and understanding that dynamic, but then growing up to become an adult. I mean, I didn't lose them until I was in my 30s. So I knew them when we were both adults as well. And it was interesting to me that um, I heard different stories about the family as a grown-up that were never mentioned to me when I was a child. Um, I do believe that I have mentioned on previous podcasts that um, as a grown-up, as an adult, I have bowels that don't always play nicely. Uh, yeah, and that's caused some problems for me, you know? I can never go commando because I cannot trust my butthole to make good decisions. So uh, it was encouraging to me in my 30s to hear a story from Mimi and think, okay, A, I'm not the only one, and B, well, maybe this is where I got my uh, my issue from. But she told a story, and it's one of my favorite stories um, of my entire life, even though it doesn't directly involve me. But I remember her telling me that she and my granddad, who I never knew to sleep in the same bedroom, Mimi would either sleep like on the couch or on the floor and granddad would be in the back bedroom. I never knew them to sleep in the same bedroom, but apparently at some point they did. I do have a mom and an aunt Glenda. So something happened somewhere along the line. But uh, as a grown up, Mimi was telling me the story about how her and granddad were sleeping in the bed together and they were sleeping back to back. Um, so, you know, one person is on their side facing to the west the other person's on their side facing to the east they're backed up against each other so i hope you can picture this in your mind um it's almost like they were spooning but the one that was spooning the other turned around and faced the other way so backs are against each other and mimi said she was in one of those states kind of in between waking and sleeping sort of dozing we've all been there 
and she felt like she needed to do a little toot toot. And we've all been there. Okay. So I'm not calling my Mimi out. Every one of us who's alive has been through that. So she thought, okay, well, I'll just let it go. Well, she let it go and was immediately aware that there was a little more to it than she had anticipated. Yeah. Some people call it sharding, I believe. <laughs> So she said, you know, it happened, it started, it kept going. And she thought, oh, dear God. Um, And she just laid there still not really knowing what to do. And she felt my granddad kind of stir in his sleep. (laughs) And she said she just laid there going, oh, God, what's going to happen? And she felt his arm come up and he took his arm behind him. And reached around to feel what was what was going on back there. <laughs> and she said, he paused for a second and then said, oh, kid, you just shit my pants. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite stories I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. I love my Mimi. I love that story. And that's really all I've got for this edition of I've Got Something to Say. Thank you so much for joining me. Really appreciating you taking the time to listen to, you know, silly little things that have happened in my life. Um, Want to give a big shout out and thank you, as always, to the good folks at KCTK Radio and my buddy Paul for making this happen. These stories would not be brought to you if it wasn't for Paul and KCTK and the fine production work that they do. Check out all of their quality programming. It's good stuff, folks. I'll talk to you next week.